Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 37, What Men Want. Welcome to another edition of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster and with me as always is... Wait, I don't have any co-hosts today. What the hell's going on? Brother Bishki is living it up Hawaiian style. Brother Lucas... <laughs> that was great. Brother Lucas uh, is a conscientious objector on this one. Oh, and uh, rude. We have a car. Well, it's mainly because this was to be a ladies-only mm-hmm. event because the movie today is What Men Want. So our guests tonight are Sister Emily. Hi, hi. Sister Brandy. Yo, yo, yo. And randomly, Brother Justin! (laughs) Hi! I upped his estrogen dose today. (laughs) So, this this fast-paced Hollywood lifestyle makes it very hard to plan events such as this, and to get a bunch of these highly successful women who are just running this town together to see this movie on one night is tough. So... This is our ragtag group. We are in Montebello, California. Montemello. Montemello is more like it. We just hit the Applebee's, and my God, we are full of apps and ready for comedy. The cheese is strong. The cheese is so strong. I already know the answer to what men want, and it's to go to Applebee's in Montebello and then see this movie with you guys. <laughs> it truly is. It's truly, Self-fulfilling truly the prophecy. answer. Spoiler prophecy. alert. So, okay, let's not beat around the bush here. What what are you guys expecting from this movie? What are you gals expecting from this movie? Enjoyment. <laughs> just just flat out enjoyment. Fun. Fun. Do you have affinity? Hijinks. Give affinity for the loosely connected What Women Want, starring Mel Gibson from 2000. I do. I do, too. Now, I liked it. Yeah. Now, Emily, we just watched this again. We just revisited <laughs> this like three days ago. Right. And I have to say, I had never seen it before. And seeing a sexual politics comedy from the year 2000 Ooh. in 2019 <laughs> is quite the experience. Yeah. There still were holds up in some parts. <laughs> some, some gleaming parts still, quote unquote, hold up. Uh, Brother Justin, have you seen that film? I have not. Okay. The only- Ooh, we get to watch <laughs> wow. it in reverse order then. The only thing I remember is a moment in the trailer where Mel Gibson kind of like thrusts his crotch a little bit and yes. Helen Hunt is delighted, yeah. but a little scared. Yep. Right. That, uh, I that's would all say, I got. I would say that's accurate. Mm-hmm. Now, tonight's film has Taraji P. Henson, which uh, Lodgecast aficionados may remember from... <laughs> 
a little film called Tyler Perry's Acrimony, <laughs> which made my top ten of the year list. <clears throat> nice. I think she always commits. I mean, I haven't seen her entire body of work. Emily, you're a, you're an Empire viewer, correct? The first two seasons, so I'm quite familiar with Cookie Lions. Okay, so she's at, at the very least. If this if this movie turns out to be completely a flaccid farce, hmm. at least I I hope she will have the fire in her eyes of conviction to sell some of these gags. She has such an it factor. Yeah, she sells the whole Empire show just on her character. I'm sure that even if this is a dud, there's going to be something that sparks. Well, I'm excited then. I'm, I'm excited for the company. I'm excited for the beer cheese in our bellies. And I'm excited for Taraji P. Henson in What Men Want. I don't know who's going to stay awake. It's a two-hour motion picture. I'm in it to win it. You're in it to win no it. No sleep. I'm, I'm marking that down. Nope. The, the warm light of the Yoshinoya sign filling the car right now is putting me to sleep, <laughs> but I think I'll be energized by the time we get in the theater. Emily, you got predictions? Are you going to be up for this? Um, You know what? I'm up for whatever happens. Okay. That sounds great. That <laughs> Including sounds great. A, a 30-minute nap. And on this podcast, we celebrate your choice and your, your right <laughs> to do that. So... Let's head in. The previews are starting. We're going to see the Pet Cemetery preview for the 900th time. And uh, we'll report back to you about what men really want. Sometimes sleep is better. <laughs> Love and light, y'all. <laughs> weird after last night. Yeah, that's what happens when tequila meets desperation. Okay, stop doing that. Stop doing what? Talking without moving your mouth and saying things you shouldn't be saying to your boss. I swear on my life I would never say anything disrespectful or inappropriate to you ever. Which is more than I can say for you. Right there. You just did it. You said more than I can say for you. I heard you say I, it. But, but I, I, I didn't say it. Holy crap. Can you hear my inner thoughts? I can hear your inner thoughts. Ah! Well, that was a doozy, y'all. That was that was a two-hour comedy extravaganza. Yeah. Um, before we get into it, brother Justin, do you want to look towards Hawaii and try to channel brother Bishki for the schnapps? I will do my best. Synapse from Rotten Tomatoes. Inspired by the Nancy Myers hit romantic comedy, What Women Want, this film follows the story of a female sports agent, Henson, who has been constantly boxed out by her male colleagues. When she gets... <laughs> yeah. Hold it together. Right, right, Dennis Brown's over here. From Rotten Tomatoes. 
When she gains the power to hear men's thoughts, she is able to shift the paradigm to her advantage as she races to sign the NBA's next superstar. <laughs> very well. Very nice. well done. Very well done. It's like he was right in the car. Is Bishki going to think my impression of him is funny? So, did everybody stay awake? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was awake. I yeah. was awake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's basically what what women want remake. Beats-wise, it covers the same beats overall. Mm-hmm. So if you've seen the previous film, it's generally the same vibe. Emily, you you don't agree? I don't think it's a perfect reflection of it. No, 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 it's, but it's it, it the dips same in beats. And out. Yeah. So, like, the Bette Midler character is Erica Badu in this. Correct. <laughs> I would agree with that's, that. That's the main anchor point and the main <laughs> math that you need to do to understand what's changed. Uh the movie began with Tyler Perry in his Medea getup begging you to please sign up for the AMC A-list. And I think that's one of the best things I've seen on the big screen in this young year so far. Hallelujah, I'm going to get that A-list. He was doing the hard sell. Ad-libbing. Shameless. Ooh. Loved it. Yeah. And Mr. Perry, we will be there front and center for your Medea's family funeral. Trust. Uh, you guys are off the hook for that, if you want to be. But, uh, so, the movie. What what What's our first impression, guys? Well, I can say... Just, hold on, ladies. Let me manage. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah um, let, let gentlemen just, first. Let Justin handle this. Yeah. Well, first of all, what men want is to be firmly in charge of every discussion. Uh, so, just please let me finish. Yes. Jeez, are they really offended by me going first? I truly respect both of these women, and I desperately hope they realize Matt and I are simply doing a comedy bit here. Oh, no, 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 now they're looking at me weird. Here goes nothing. Uh, (laughs) men want a shorter movie? Because damn. That's for damn sure. That was ending like Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Oh, my God. We had to have it, we had to wrap up every story. What was bad was nice. Matt's groan every two minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it hey. was so long, guys. This movie had a lot of work to do after she got her powers taken well, away. Well, let's, let's let's not spoiler let's take alert, them but... to it because no one. I don't think anybody's gonna see this. <laughs> yeah, I don't okay. think anybody's rushing. Can we speak out. freely? Uh, permission to speak <laughs> very freely. Yes. Okay. The the thing that this shares most with what women want is it takes too damn long to get her her powers. I yeah, clocked it at agreed. forty minutes. No, agreed. Yeah. Forty. It's, yeah. Fucking it's a slog. Minutes. See, Aww. I didn't know what the method was gonna be for her to get magical powers. <laughs> so I kept waiting for her to hit her head. And there were so many beats. Yes. Because she was like boxing. I'm like, damn, yep. is she going to slip and hit her head? Is she going to get knocked out? Nope. And then she <laughs> had this wild uh, one night stand with this guy where she was riding him like a mechanical bull. I'm like, is, she, is this going to be Headboard. a sex blooper? Headboard action. Is she going to fall off and hit her head? No. And then she gets. That would have been better. She gets. She goes to the psychic, which we can elaborate on in, in a second here. But then also, in addition to that, hits her head anyway. Yeah. (laughs) All this time I I was waiting for her to hit her head. You like that she took the the mystical potion and hit her head. Yeah, just to really hammer it home. Because if you you harken back, we won't harken back to Mel Gibson's masterpiece too much more, but his, his bookends for his powers were... Slipping on bath beads and electrocuting himself in the tub. While wearing fishnets. While wearing fishnets. That was hot. And then... Uh, attacked on strange method of 
Losing It, in which he confronts a wise old Asian woman in Chinatown, <laughs> and she points him down a rainy alley, and then lightning hits a telephone pole, and sparks <laughs> fall on his head in strange slow motion, and then he doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> this one's got peyote, crack, PCP, ecstasy, ecstasy tea, and head bonk. And then another head bonk. <laughs> and lots of penis props. Yeah. I think Taraji P. Henson is a national treasure. I think she did come to play as I was hoping that she would. She's one of my favorite working actresses today. She just needs she needs good material. Yeah. She's the best part of the movie. Like yeah, watching her scenes are all great. And then they cut away to other people, and you're just like, okay. Because she's we she's go. she's the life support that's yeah. keeping the creakier elements of this movie alive. Yeah. Like we've seen this movie eight thousand oh times. Yeah. yeah. We know exactly what's going to happen. And the staunchy boardroom, the woman trying to get up, and so it's all in the details. Yeah. And I think this movie, once she does get her powers, there are some pretty. This movie's the best when it's doing its kind of strange asides like when she's just Mm -hmm. walking through a room full of men and you hear just a bunch of weird shit that the men are saying just total non sequitur asides i would have loved to have been in the writer's room when they hired like five stand-up comedians to just write a ton of (laughs) one-liners how fun would that have been to have been paid to do that oh my god should we all say our favorite i have mine chambered go ahead i don't remember any of them when she's walking through (laughs) she's walking through a courtyard one guy just goes michael keaton was the best batman yeah yep that was my favorite that was my favorite too that was good the only one i remember is Damn, how can she be pregnant? I pulled out twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the one that stuck with me. <laughs> like that that stuff was great. But it's it's when the movie gets shackled to the conventions of this type of movie that that's when I start groaning in into your ear, Emily, where I'm just like, Ugh, 20 more minutes? What? That's why I truly feel this movie should be like 89 minutes instead of 100 and fucking A tight minutes. 89 minutes. You could get a tight 89 minutes out of this. You could trim... Trim so much trim fat. Trim so much. I don't uh, know. But anyway, like, what, what else do we like about it? Emily, what did you enjoy about this film? I enjoyed most of it. Yeah? To be honest with you. You were you I, didn't you didn't worry about the length. No, it didn't uh, <laughs> impact me at all. It went by very quickly. <laughs> and there were so many scenes that we laughed out loud. That's true. That's very true. Sometimes in in spite of itself. Now, the only thing that I could potentially there were scenes that you could trim or uh, omit because they were almost pointless. Right. I I think the one that you and I both looked at each other was after she gets her power, she goes back to the psychic and basically spends what feels like 20 minutes. Yes. It was probably like five minutes just re- redoing, reframing and re-explaining and making it abundantly clear what we all completely she, know from the trailer. She could have figured it out on her own. She had figured it good, out already. Good power to have, though. Yeah. yeah. She needed Erica Badu to tell her that. But that's the Bette Midler scene from What Women Want, and Bette Midler never shows up again. So it's pointless in that oh. movie, too. So yeah. it's like it's they they took everything they they kept the wheat and the chaff. So the one the the two characters that I couldn't decide if I liked the assistant or not. I thought some of his 
characters and stereotypes were... Yeah, she has a gay assistant who is played by the guy who plays Big Head on Silicon Valley. You weren't, you weren't feeling him? I liked him. Yeah. I thought that he played the role very well, but I just didn't like the way she spoke to him and some of the stereotypes that were... There was a lot of real easy, that. like, kind of old-feeling gay stereotypes going on, and it, it feels even weirder, the fact that... I don't think he's a gay actor, so it's kind of like, we're, we're at this point where it's like, is it okay to, for a straight man to play a gay role or whatever? I, th- I, think, I think it can be, but when you're in a movie that doesn't really know how to handle gay characters and still sees them as kind of a joke... Then it gets a a little, it gets, it gets a little icky. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. Well, I think they tried to redeem that a little bit at the end by having him have this encyclopedic knowledge of sports. Sure. But it didn't really, it was kind of too late, too little. It doesn't seem sincere. And then having Pete Davidson be the other, be the object of his affection. Like, it's just, it's just all kind of a joke. Yeah. You know? And then she, she hears Pete Davidson thinking... I wonder how big Shaq's dick is. <laughs> right. But then Shaq shows up in, in the, the movie, movie, which I thought was kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, a, a, a sample a sample from what kind of the, the humor that we're talking about surrounding this gay character, she's like, I can hear men's thoughts and yours. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, it's like, you that was a little weird. Yeah, it's like, why, why have that kind of line in your 2019 movie, you weirdos? But anyway... The movie's kind of gleefully vulgar. It feels like a it feels like an R-rated sitcom. Like the music, it the the score is so just like sleepwalking romantic comedy bullshit score. But and, the soundtrack is good. Well, the soundtrack I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack it is ta- every night. Oh, the soundtrack is, is tailor made for so us. Fun. It like, was tailor made for girls night out party. It is. But like uh, yes. girls of a certain age, sorry ladies, but hey, it's like it's, okay. it's like 80s and 90s <laughs> only. Own it. <laughs> and it is only the hits, no deep cuts. Love it. No deep cuts. <laughs> she has sex to push it by Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Uh, I think I think her first Sex scene Oof. might be the salad dragon scene where she's just going oh, yeah, nuts that was on that weird. Guy. I I thought that's it's violent. It was very violent. Really oddly violent. It was very just like Taraji P Henson in super over the top mode. Yeah. She's just wailing like double oh seven in slapper mode. What I liked yes. about just, her character, she was why? so confident that of course she would be the person that. <sighs> takes charge yeah but it was like a little violent it was very violent i loved it um are there any other uh nominations for salad dragon well, we were both thinking the, uh, the, 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 the S&M. very handsome guy that she out of nowhere is uh, attracted to in her apartment or her loft and then she finally challenges him in the elevator and she hears his as thoughts. per his request. Yeah. She hears his request. thoughts, and his thoughts are like, "I wish she'd just jump me, jump me, and push <laughs> me against the wall." And she does, and he takes her into his apartment. And it's filled with like African <laughs> art and artifacts. Mm-hmm. It's like this setup 
doesn't go anywhere though. Like, what what does she do in the bathroom? She like she's oh, I love what she does in the bathroom. <laughs> it was hilarious. Yeah. She like pretty she, realistic. She shaved. She did. She, she did, did everything. She did the washcloth wipe. Yeah. Yes. It was great. But then she <laughs> she goes up into the loft where he's waiting oh. for her, and then he's just in like S and M gear and like a sex swing. Yeah. And then she's like, "Nope, I'm out of here," which is feels like a relic from the nineties. Yes. You know, it was. Too it was much. not shocking. You yeah. know, and. It didn't have a real... That, that was the punchline. It was a misfire. Was that real. he was in S&M gear. It didn't really care mm-hmm. to take it any farther. So that had the the makings of a salad dragon scene, but it was, was woefully aborted. <laughs> yeah, yeah when, we, when we saw all that, all that African art, I was like, uh-oh. Oh, I know. I what, thought he was going to do yeah, something shit funny with that. I thought, yeah, I thought, I thought something... I thought there's constantly opportunities for this movie to go deeper. But it is steadfastly not interesting. I feel like that that. scene was like starting to go somewhere, but then the writers were like, "Mm, "No, we should stop this and let's let's just have him in S and M." Yeah, or or they had they had a version that was longer, and they're like, "This this character doesn't really figure into the rest of the movie, so let's uh, punt." Um, Trace what? Oh, I think we were going going to the same place (laughs) just now. (laughs) We're we're hearing each other's thoughts, and our thoughts are Tracy fucking Morgan. Yeah, he's back. I was I was a little worried because I thought you know nobody really knows where Tracy Morgan's at right now, (laughs) comedically, and he hasn't really been in a lot of films lately, at least that I've seen. But I mean, for what this is, I thought he was great in this. He's back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, I thought he I did was a great so job. happy. Like, he was hilarious. Yeah, Do he's you... so funny that sometimes you don't even understand what he's saying. It doesn't the, matter. The cadence, it's the and cadence. Tonality, yeah. tonality. I think they just, just let him start run. laughing. I think they just let him talk too. Yeah, because he's like kind the of like poker mumbling, scene, like in the next scene. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah. so fun to watch. Do you guys him. know who that character is based on? Yeah. Yeah, Lonzo Ball's dad, LeVar Ball. Uh-huh. Right. right. And he it's barely an exaggeration. Right. That guy's fucking crazy. He's out of control. Like, he just says whatever the hell he wants. It's great. Maybe Tracy Morgan doesn't even know who that guy is. Like, who knows? <laughs> you know, like, he just shows up and probably is like this, you know? But I thought he was great. Um, yeah. Every, every so scene fun. he was in, like, you look forward to him coming back because you're just like, yeah. Like, I love Cadence comics. You know, mm-hmm. like Norm McDonald's another one where it's like, it doesn't even really matter what he's saying. Even if he delivers the line, quote unquote, wrong, it's so right. right. <laughs> you know, and that's money in the bank if you're trying to make a comedic film. And so. he made that character likable, too. Right. Because you just, you cringe, like, when you hear about that kind of a story where a dad's just being overpowering. And then to but, see that the mom yeah. was the one that was really in control <laughs> yeah. makes him even more oh, likable. You yep. know. Man, Brian Bosworth is so cool. Should I even bother bringing him up? Even though he was kind of a skis bag, I was happy to see Brian motherfucking Bosworth back on the big the screen. The Boz, yeah. Stone Cold he, oh himself. He was I, he was the big boss man. Yep. Yeah. Emily, you might not be familiar with the Boz, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll help you out. We'll, we'll show you Stone Cold yes. within the year. Erica Badu, thoughts? Oh, I loved her. Yeah. Yeah, she was great. Fun. I think she can she can hold her own. Again, it's like, you know, I don't think they gave her anything material-wise. I think she just came in and kind of did yeah. her mystical psychic thing. Yeah. But that was good. Like, I liked her delivery on everything, too. It was very kind of dry, but, you know. She was in tune where she knew what the humor was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she yeah. 
fed into it. She knew yeah. exactly what was going now, on. Now, the friends, I love Phoebe Robinson. I didn't know the other gal's name. And then the chick from Bridesmaids. Uh, I thought it... Uh, they were, they, they had to the writing was not very good. Yeah. No, for a girls' movie or quote unquote girls, they just didn't act like, like friends. Yeah, they yeah. didn't it's, seem like a group. It was perfunctory, that, and that's yeah. why, pretty much all the scenes with them, you're yeah. like, why? The like, whole wedding scene, whole I was wedding like, why? There are yeah. huge, huge, oh, huge so comedic set pieces in yeah. this, like expensive set pieces, <sighs> but without the writing, it doesn't matter. Like, it just becomes a bunch of loud bullshit. And that's, to me, where the movie really started just grinding to a halt. It's it's on that back 40, just like with What Women Want, where people start to learn lessons and the score turns from jaunty sitcom to special moment, third act, full house strings. Yeah. Like, oh my god, there's nothing more boring... Sorry, Emily. Then the back half of a romantic comedy <laughs> when they stop caring about the comedy. They peppered it in still enough, pepper, I think. The pepper was very light. I mean, like the, the ladies in the church, like, and the, you know, what was going on, wig grabs and all that stuff. But po- I'm talking about post that. Like, I wasn't a big fan of the church scene, but after that comedic graveyard man she's talking she's to her gotta dad go eat shit and with she, everybody and the guy that she's uh involved with she's got to apologize to him and rekindle with him and figure out her job and it's just like even when she's still supposed to hear the male voices during this section no no nothing. more bat no more hot batman talk yeah <laughs> there's just nothing so my bone density it was leaving. It was leaving. <laughs> needed the boniva. <laughs> yeah, I needed the boniva injection. Oh my god! But there's there's just so many little things like the doctor that keeps attending to her that has a coke problem that she hears and he's you know he's got all these dark thoughts. It's it's all the stuff on the periphery that makes it that makes it good, in my humble opinion. Mm-hmm. When the psychic was dealing all those cards, I think that was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah. There was oh, an yeah. Uno card in there. Yeah, that was skip. fucking hilarious. <laughs> Uno skip card mixed in. That's what I'm saying. There were lots of moments that I did. I mean, I, uh, I didn't mind that the last 20 minutes I wasn't laughing because I laughed almost every scene. When this movie ended, the whole I could hear the audience shrug. Like, it was just kind of like... <sighs> Because it ends on, like, a sappy note. Well, they like to do that dumb twist at the end where she's getting everything she wants, and then she's like, no, nah, I don't want that anymore. I want something totally different. And I think that's a lot of the, the frustration with movies like this where it's just like, oh, okay, yep. You're, you're invested in their goal, and then, yeah. the, and then through the heart-rendering lessons that they learn, they realize they want something else, and then you're supposed to love that thing. Yeah. It's like Turner and Hooch. You know, you love Hooch, they (laughs) they kill Hooch. Spoiler alert. And then you're supposed to love the little puppy at the end. It's like, fuck you. I think about Turner and Hooch a lot. It haunts me. That wound has never been healed. (laughs) Never going to be healed. Oh, Hooch, why'd you have to die, Hooch? The puppy does not replace the hole that Hooch left. But, like, that was a groan for me, a groan moment where you're just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Just be happy and, like, you know, take this victory. Well, the boss kind of turned on her. Yeah. And so she couldn't, it. she couldn't really accept his uh, handout, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, he was a little bit sympathetic as a character, I thought, which was pretty smart because she was kind of blaming being a woman and not getting a promotion. He was like, listen... 
other agents sign NBA stars, NFL stars, MLB stars. Like, you need the big, you know, athletes from the big sports. You have, like, female athletes. You have swimmers or whatever the hell. So, like, he had a point of her not getting promoted. Lisa Leslie from the L.A. Sparks appears in this film. Mm-hmm. Brother mm-hmm. Bishke will be excited about that. <laughs> it, well, it made her chase after the big win. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to these bones. Let's not make this podcast longer than it needs to be like the film was. Let's start with Brother Justin. Men first. Oh, man first. Listen, ladies, all I want to do is go first and then fall asleep. No, I voted for Hillary, okay? Not just in the general election. I voted for her in the primary. Uh, I'm giving this two bones. Mm. Um, It was too long, but competently made. Had some good jokes. Uh, I appreciated some of the cameos. Not too much to irk me, really. Like, I, I... I, I need to get mad to go below two bones. That's a good... That, I'm not I'm not mad. That's a good uh, metric. I'm not I happy, like but yeah. uh, in no way when I started my journey to Montebello <laughs> uh, and <laughs> ate at the Applebee's before the movie did I think this was going to surpass two bones. So, <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> we are par for the course. It's a two-bone evening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Sister Emily. Well... I think that a better title for this movie instead of what men want would be what Allie wants mm, mm-hmm. and just have it be a thread yes. of what women want because it really is what she wants. This is not remotely about what men want. Right. <laughs> like it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> and it really it should be about her and her choices. And I liked how, the, how confident she was and yet she still was a goofball. Yeah. And could have some major blunders. I laughed a lot. Mm. I thought it was, mm, I don't know, just easy to digest. Unlike the cheese and apples. <laughs> so much cheese. Um, so, so many apps. I was we had thinking, so many apps. Uh, I was thinking about going higher, but then when I went to the bathroom after the movie, I realized that there's something very sticky on the back of my leggings. Oh. <laughs> so, I don't know if that's from Applebee's or from the seats in here. Oh. I so think it was from here. I'm back down. I'm just going to do two bones. Two don't bones. blame the movie on the seats. Hey, it's, it's, it's all part of it. It's the whole experience. Oh, God. Uh, Sister Brandy. How many is it out of? I always Four. forget. Four. I'm going to give it three. Whoa! I really liked it. I had fun. I like the premise. It's something I I enjoy is like the the fake magic of movies like this, like the what if. I love movies like this where it's just like, oh, what if you could hear this stuff? And it's kind of cool. It's like magic and fun. And I thought the jokes were funny. Some of the stuff was kind of like... Little warmed over, but <laughs> oh, other than that, I had a great, I had a great time. Even the sappy stuff at the end, I knew that the end was coming, and I thought it was well wrapped up. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna give it a three. I Thanks. like that term "warmed over." Yeah, I, I definitely. <laughs> I feel like there was a lot of warmed over cheese in this. And <laughs> Before and after the movie. Yes, it, it's been a full <laughs> evening of that. Uh, I I peaked I peaked at two and a half bones. I was I was riding high at two and a half. I thought 
I don't know. Some of the comedic editing, you know, I, I watch I watch the editing a lot in these comedies, and it it did not impress me. Not nearly as much as what women want did. What women want was very experimental in the editing. This, <laughs> it seemed like it was just barely on the rails some of the times. But that said, Tracy Morgan was a highlight. Taraji P mm-hmm. Henson, super highlight mm-hmm. for me. I liked her her love interest. I thought was great mm-hmm. in what little he was given to do. Oof, I yeah. thought I thought he he did a great job. <laughs> Good there, eye candy. There's you know? a lot. Great eye can- candy. Uh, there was just a lot of stuff on the periphery that I was really enjoying. And then we hit that back half, and the calcium started draining from these bones. I went down to two. I was at two for a while, and I was nodding my head, and I'm like, yep, you're a two. You're a two boner. And then somewhere along the line, I, I had to dip down to a bone and a half. I can't. I the, these movies, if if the if romantic comedies, silly, goofy, vulgar romantic comedies like this are to survive, I can't reward something like this. You need to make it tight. You need to make it right. You need to punch up your fucking jokes, and you need to make fresh cheese. Don't warm it over anymore. <laughs> We're, this is 2019. We've seen this formula before. Let's let's snazz it up. If if they have to all learn these treacly, stupid lessons, Ugh. then pepper like just rain the pepper down with the jokes then you need to you need to compensate you need to figure out a way to do it i have a suggestion yes okay don't mention taraji's cleavage just don't don't do it why don't you throw mel gibson under the bus instead pay homage to mr mel gibson (laughs) she's she's walking around guys should have been like damn look at that sugar tits yeah oh Oh, oh, my god she should have blown me before the jacuzzi. I can't no. believe they didn't they didn't think to do that. But uh, but then again, no like homage. like you pointed out, this is not really about men at all. Right. Like it's it's bizarre that that's what this will go down in the history books as being about cuz it's just it's just not it. It's about a female sports agent. Yeah, a female <laughs> looking for a job and then the other one was a a man looking for love. Yeah. So <sighs> There you have it. I gotta give it a bone and a half, but oh. but it's it's a warm bone and a half. I I'm rooting for it, and I'm rooting for Taraji P. All the actors from this movie were in all the trailers leading up to this, and she looks She's like she's busy. She is very busy, and I I can't wait to just follow her wherever she goes. So love her, love her. What men want, all over the place in the bone department. <laughs> We've uh, we've had we've had an adventure in Montebello tonight, y'all, and uh, I really appreciate you guys being on the show tonight. Uh, somewhere in Hawaii, Bishki is. Uh, I wish <laughs> at a luau. He's at a luau. He's in a cave discovering a, t- a cursed tiki god. <laughs> I wish we could hear his thoughts right now, um, but uh, he he will be back soon enough. Fear not, and brother Lucas, wherever he may dwell. I think I could safely say he, he'd give this a half bone. He would have been in hell during this. Asleep. <laughs> he'd be in the, hell, the hellish <laughs> sleep of the damned. But yeah, that's what men want, y'all. Love and light. Do you believe that I'm a different man, babe? And you believe that I'm hard to get, but I don't need too much. I am an easy man to catch I don't look just for your eyes, babe I don't look just for your lips
and all that stuff.